This is a PSA about messing with people who actively practice magic or spiritual works or the people who descend from them. A PSA about knowing what charms you're wearing and the potential unwanted side effects of them when combined with the wrong people or wrong environment. And last but not least, this is a PSA to be more intentional about your own manifestation, spiritual works, and magic. This is the very eerie story about what happened the time that I unwittingly dated a bloodline witch. Spoiler alert for all of my gore nerds, my fans of horror and all things of the sort. This is a true story, so it, it worked out. Here I am, guys. I'm here. I'm here. I'm telling the story. So this isn't that type of story, but if you are interested in the spiritual realm, if you are interested in manifestation, magical oils, conjure, anything of the like, I think you should hear this out because there's a lot of value in it for you, right? Um, it's it's just, it's very eerie and it's one of the many very, very eerie things that happens in my love life. If you are new here, I'm Katie Rocks. I'll be your host today on this episode of The Truth in Our Stars as we yet again review a very peculiar story from my dating life and how I am constantly attracting other spiritually connected and magical folks without knowing it. I am, you know, for all intents and purposes, I'm a singer. Like if you Google K-A-D-Y-R-O-X-Z, you will, it will say American Singer, okay? Best known for what I personally consider a hit song, My Alone is Holy. But I grew up in a family of spiritual teachers and spiritual workers, people that could speak miracles into being with the power of the tongue, holy oil in one hand and the book of Psalms in the other, okay? I am an artist. I am sensitive about my ish. And I really just wanna talk about songs and art and personal growth. But you know what? <laughs> I know the weird, wacky, and fantastic things that happen to me are a part of what I'm called to share with the collective, right? I know that I descend from healers and spiritual workers because I am supposed to heal and give back to the world in my own way. And I do it through my music, as a lot of people who have meditated to my alone is holy has learned. But I've also learned through my TikTok page um, at Katie Rocks on TikTok and at Mercury's favorite on TikTok, people resonate with my words and my voice and the things that I say and how I communicate ideas. So here I am communicating these ideas. And the hope is that it helps and that it heals and it protects. But you know, if it entertains you a little bit too, I will take it. So if you're interested in learning more about spiritual practices, manifestation, magic, astrology, and how to make it everyday practical and applicable to anything that you need it to do. And people call it time conspiracies, but anybody who pays attention to physics, astronomy, and the fact that there's just so much we don't know about the ever-expanding universe knows that there's so much we can't know about the ever-expanding universe. The theories of time and reality in the ways they may switch and intersect are a part of that, but people call it time conspiracy. So you're, if you're also interested in time conspiracies, this is a podcast for you to subscribe to. So subscribe so that you never miss an eerie or weird story, which always, they always seem to center my love life. And if you know about 
astrology, I think it's because I have a Venus in the eighth house, but this isn't an astrology episode. So we're not going to go into depth about that. But if you have questions or you want to talk to me, or you just want to tell me that you enjoyed the show, feel free to at me on socials. Again, on Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok, I am at K-A-D-Y-R-O-X-Z. And on Instagram, I am at Legend of Roxy, L-E-G-E-N-D-O-F-R-O-X-Z-Y, right? Um, So tag me, let me know what you thought of the show, what questions you have. But if you're interested in bonus information where I break down some of the things that I talk about in this episode from why there was a bowl of water under the bed, other types of protection works for spiritual protections for the bed, spiritual protections for when you are dating a new person and you don't know what they've got going, all of that. I talk about that stuff in an exclusive newsletter that you can subscribe to as a patron, um, which you can find the link for that at snipfeed.co slash katierocks, snip like scissors, feed like to feed the dog, dot co slash k-a-d-y-r-o-x-z, subscribe to me there. I'm on Patreon, but I'm not even going to hold you. As somebody who has a smaller collective who is subscribed to me at this time, it is very expensive for me to host content on Patreon. They take a really big fee. So my incentive, my little tag is that if you just subscribe to me directly via this newsletter, right, that I have linked in the snipfeed.co slash katierocks, I'll send you way more content. I have upped the ante. I'm like, I'll send you all the things. I'll tell you all the stuff. I mean, you can subscribe and go like, this is the frequency I want to hear from you, Katie. Like if you don't want to hear stories about spirituality and how to's like three times a week, you don't, you don't have to. But if you would like to, I'm just like upping the ante there because that is direct, direct to me payments. And so that is where I like to host my subscriptions. But if you prefer Patreon, you can join us there for bi-weekly content there. Ad-free, of course. And if you would like to become a sponsor, you can also reach out to me on socials. I have an email button, DM button. I am available. Please sponsor the show. Diving right in from the very beginning. Here's the unfiltered, unedited. This will be edited for quality production, but you, you know what I'm trying to say. Diving right into the story from the beginning. I once found out that I was dating a bloodline witch, meaning they themselves do not practice magic, but they descend from people who do. So the biggest question that I got about this on TikTok was, why didn't they tell you? It just, it didn't, it's not the type of thing that naturally comes up, you guys. I gotta be honest, as somebody who does come from a line of spiritual workers, I I'm not really trying to be like, hey, by the way, I work with ancestors, which means I can hear them talk. And in fact, your ancestors are telling me things about you right now every time that I am around. That's it's not really it's not you know what I'm like, you kind of want people to like you when you first started dating. So it's like I that wasn't weird for me. That, That wasn't the weird part. But when we did get to that part of the conversation or that part of the relationship, I thought it was really cool. That was one of the things that I really did like about this person. In fact, the first time that we ever went out, that I didn't, they didn't talk about their history, their family history at that time, but I knew that this person was very different and very special. And that, you know, I, I mean, we were sitting at this bar having like a long conversation because that's usually like the, not the first date, 
but like when I'm really trying to figure out if I like you, that kind of is the first step for me. I don't do dinners in the beginning is what I'm trying to say because I don't want to commit to like sitting through a whole meal with somebody or a whole film at the movie theaters with somebody until I know like what the vibe is. Um, but I, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to put out there that like I drink alcohol late at night with men. I barely know. No, that <laughs> it is, it is usually later on. Like after we've talked in daylight a few times after I know that you're not a terrifying person. Like if I want to test, like if we get along well in a social environment and I can, if I can feel comfortable around you like that. So this is like the first date quotation marks, but there have been times where we had met up with no particular activity in hand other than, Hey, let's walk through a couple of shops together and talk. Right. So I consider this the first date, just a disclaim because yada, yada, yada. Anyway. So you know, it was our first the thing that really struck me about this person on our first date ish quotation marks <laughs> drinks at a bar aren't really a date. Anyways, you know what I'm trying to convey was that he seemed very different in the way that I am different in the way that people think that I am weird. He seemed weird like me. And so that was a big bonus. Like one of the first things this person said, because in fact, yeah, it definitely was, wasn't a date. It was a meetup because I had been at this bar with my friends and they were at another bar with their friends. I'm like, oh, you're nearby, you should drop by. And so again, very safe when we're in the beginning phases of getting to know people. And so my friends were like somewhere else in the bar. And so we were like off in a corner chit chatting. And so one of the first things that I noticed when on this evening was he sat down and he goes, I have I think I have, this is going to sound crazy, but I have been rapidly manifesting, creating my reality with my mind lately. And it's the type of hilarious, it's the type of hilarious thing that when somebody says something like that to you at like 1am in a bar, you're like, this person is so drunk. But there was something about his seriousness about this, that I knew that he was about that life. And then he started this whole like monologue about alchemy. And I was like, oh my God. And I'm like texting my friend. I'm like, oh my God, I think I'm obsessed. I'm in, I'm all in, I'm all in. I know, cause I'm like, I've literally never met somebody who was this into the stuff. There's been times where people have like humored me or even just pretended to be more into it than they are because I clearly am very openly into this stuff. But the more people, speak on their own right like the more they're communicating their own ideas surrounding spirituality manifestation you can kind of see like when people are just trying to like trying to tempt you or trying to bait you is a better phrase but he you know he was in there he's talking about the alchemy he's talking about the materialization of thoughts and then he was talking about how <laughs> and this is kind of um this is when I knew he was a little older than me because it just it kind of reminds me of like what the old heads say when they're talking about the power of words and it starts to sound kind of conspiracy -y. he says you know that's why it's called spelling because it's sp words or spells and I'm like oh, okay 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 but I was into it so I knew he was different 
I knew I was like check 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 the check and that that evening was very nice it was very it was PG-13 I felt like I was Lizzie McGuire in the Lizzie McGuire film or something like that because at 3 a.m. when the bar closed um he walked me home and then I was like I I don't know like this it's it's not it's not on book it's not how I naturally operate but I really liked hanging out with him so I was like you can come up you know like we'd only like <laughs> like three or four times so I was like you can come up and but I'm glad I, I did it in that instance so luckily I'm still here yay and it was not a trauma traumatizing experience this is not a lifetime story so we're so excited that it worked out um so but I, I asked him up and you know I played a few of my favorite records and he started talking about the historical background of of a number of these things like wow he's very well read he's very like interested in art and literature and history and it was amazing like i want to say we sat there and talked about music art history alchemy magic all of that until like the sun was definitely coming up when he kissed me goodnight which was so cute he leaned in and he kissed me and it was just so cute in bg13 and you just can't you just don't get that anywhere anymore like everybody just wants to go like clothes on the floor and just like too fast and i was like oh this is so nice we're so compatible he's so nice he takes it so slow he's so like me and all of that so like there was there were no obvious red flags here just laying the story just just laying laying it out right um and so time moves forward maybe like a couple of months or so and the first time that he sleeps over occurs, which is like the next part of the TikTok story, right? Um, first time he slept over before we went to bed, almost out of nowhere, because I, I don't believe that I had told him much about my own spiritual practices, my experiences with magic. And I actually post significantly less about magic and spirituality on Instagram where he followed me more about astrology there and like really just did more of the spiritual stuff on TikTok. So I don't think he was really aware of my background. Maybe, I don't know. But so seemingly out of nowhere, he asked me, do you, do you keep a bowl? Do you keep a bowl under the bed? And it seems genuinely, like genuine curiosity, but it is one of those things. It's like somebody, it's like you, it's like you walking into a place and you have like your taser on you or whatever you keep on you for safety for just in case. And somebody out of the blue is like, do you have a weapon on you? And you're like, why do you need this information? Right? So it's like, I had no reason to feel weird or like things were sus, but I did want, like, why do you need this information? Um, why do you need to know and why do you know even about different spiritual protections like that but of course he's interested in alchemy and all those other things so it's not a stretch but he's never actually communicated that he's interested in what some people might call conjure or witchcraft or any of those things so it is a little peculiar and for those of you who are not quite familiar with this branch of spiritual practice having a bowl under the bed can be used in a lot of different ways but it is something that does pass it is something that exists in traditional african-american practices i don't know that it's only there so i you know i i i always say as somebody who's really only studied my thing and my cultural practices and i have not studied in depth other things at least not to the degree that i've studied my thing i 
can't say when certain types of things are closed practices or not. There's certain things that definitely are, but something like this could totally exist in other practices, I'm just going to say. But from my experience and from my knowledge of it, it is something that is that exist in traditional African and traditional African-American spiritual practices where you fill a bowl of water, put salt in it, you pray over it, you speak intense over it, and you put it under the bed. And the ideal is that it energetically protects you while you sleep. So, and it also helps to clear your dreams so that if you are needing to get a specific message from your guides or to use your dreams to search for answers or whatever it is you like to do in your dream space, it is supposed to cut through the noise of anything that might interrupt that, that might cause confusion. It just, it's supposed to clear you energetically and psychically and it also keeps any energetic yuck from interfering with you as you sleep so it's like twofold like clear the dreams but also protect the dream space you know it's a state that we are pretty suggestible in which is why a lot of people they will sleep with here's how you learn french or spanish lessons on trying to learn things using their subconscious or they'll play manifestation music or the tones in the background while they sleep because you're you know you're open and so it makes sense to want to protect that in however ways that you protect that so i was like mm, i don't love it that he's asking me if i'm protecting the dream space but like maybe he wanted to know for him because he's sleeping here too so i was like mm, this is valid this is it still feels valid but this is shocking and then almost before i could even decide if i wanted to answer that or not and i really i, I think my rebuttal was really like i asked him what do you know about that like playfully and just kept banter going he goes are you going to sleep with your evil eye on and i'm like mm why do you need to know and again if you're unfamiliar with an evil eye it is it is that that blue circle blue eye circle that you've seen in so many spaces people wear them on bracelets necklaces um some people believe it's bad luck to wear it on the body and so you have to put it physically somewhere else like some people put it on their front door in their car various practices believe different things about how to use the evil eye but the one consensus is this the evil eye absorb absorbs negative energy that comes towards you it protects you from psychic energetic and spiritual attacks and the ideal is that when you are attacked and when it has been a successful it breaks um, and some people believe that it's bad luck to wear it because you're carrying around the negative charge with you. I'm one of those, like the whole point is that it's protecting me, baby. And if you are doing your other spiritual protections, like managing an altar, saying your prayers, connecting with your guides, um, practicing whatever your school of divination or guide connection is, and you're doing your regular spiritual baths anyway, um, some of us aren't really getting hit hit by yuck all the time because we have really good spiritual hygiene so that's just you boo some of us can wear evil eye and trust that it's only gonna break when we get hit because we ain't getting hit because we out here taking care of the guides we out here listening to the guides we out here scanning the people who come in we're out here blessing and cleansing people before they come in our house or they can't even come in our house because da -da -da -da, we don't go some of us some of us are taking care of it so that that's personal that's between you and whoever boo boo okay anyways 
But he asked me if I was going to sleep in my evil eye. And I was like, I am now. If I wasn't before, I definitely am now. Um, yeah, so it was, it was like, mm, it's sketchy. Some of these things are valid, but whatever. Um, days later, the part of the story that freaks everybody out. Days later, my flame turned red. And my throat was swollen, closed. Not swollen closed, but it was swollen, basically. Everything was red. Everything was red. Everything was coming up red. Trademark Taylor Swift, right? I went to the doctor because I'm like, I clearly have strep or something else or something worse. I'm like, or I'm about to like have to commit a crime and retaliate against this man for whatever he's brought into my life. Um, what tested for everything. Because some people were like, oh, I literally, I was like, the doctor tested me for everything. People were like, well, what about STDs? I was like, that would be included under the umbrella of everything. But thank you for the engagement under my post. Yeah, everything. We, we went through everything. Everything was negative. Every Everything. We even, I think I even got tested for like mono. Everything came back negative. Um, and so to just not leave me in pain, the doctor was like, well, you know, strep tests, sometimes they come back as false negative so it's like we're just going to treat it as if it's strep and maybe the strep test was a false negative um and so i got prescribed antibiotics okay um but it was it was still just one of those peculiar things because like we never really got to the root of it because i will even say two weeks later even though my throat wasn't there wasn't painful anymore I was still spitting things up I went back to the doctor and he was like hmm well there's no infection in your throat anymore he's like maybe you know like if you have a dental cleaning coming up have them take a closer look at the back of your, your throat to see maybe if they have they have tools that I don't have so maybe they can look further down or maybe you know check the gums let me just say I, I everything was I was like are you sure I don't have gingivitis and the the dental hygienist was like, no man, spotless. So to this day, they're medically, medically, like I said, I, I went back to the doctor a number of times. I went to different, medically, there was no reason for me to be spitting up red phlegm or to have had an infected throat to this day, nothing. <laughs> um, but when it comes to why that might have occurred and what that had to do with the bloodline which several things can be true at once right so again as somebody who practices very serious meticulous and regular and continuous spiritual hygiene i am always doing my cleansings i am always in communication with my ancestors i'm always always saying my prayers always blessing my home cleansing my home cleansing everything that has to do with me blessing everything that has to do with me there's even been times that that person bloodline witch that i've been like you've got weird energy on you so either you're gonna let me do a cleansing on you or we can't hang out today very meticulous so i do feel really strongly about knowing when something when somebody is actually against me a problem i don't really run into these problems i don't know like people were really 
guessing wild things but i'm like i am just guessing you have no spiritual defense that your spiritual house is unlocked because some of the stuff you guys are talking about are unheard of like what is wrong with you between my works my ancestors my parents my aunties and uncles who are all also spiritual leaders like i don't y'all are just unprotected out here cannot relate so certain things will not happen to me certain things will not occur in my life and certain people cannot access me see me view me speak to me or be perceived by me because of the level of protection that i have so i pretty much can trust what something means when it does come about and when it is allowed to impact me in some kind of way um, so there's only a very specific category for it and one of the things that came to mind was that maybe this is a rejection of this type of relationship it's like what if god forbid this person through a long lost ancestor is related to me and like uh and my body's like abort reject get out of here right maybe it's something like that or maybe it's just like i definitely have a divine partner that i am supposed to be with not in the sense not that crazy woo woo stuff where people are just kind of like have attachment issues so they keep trying to say that somebody that keeps breaking up with them or hurting them is their divine partner so they have a reason to keep chasing them instead of learning how to detach i mean there's somebody that i don't think that i've actually met yet that i know is a part of my story that's supposed to come in and help me to like finish complete my destiny and they are a life partner and so sometimes I think if somebody is going to be a distraction, things can happen to get them out of the way. So I don't know if it was that the guides were like, Katie is going to overattach to this person because of all the things they have in common. So we have to like, the body will reject things when something is spiritually out of alignment so sometimes that's a thing sometimes we date people who are supposed to be friends sometimes we date people who are supposed to be mentors sometimes we be dating people and they don't be working out romantically because they're supposed to do other stuff in our lives okay amen so it's like maybe it's something like that i don't know but i did you know kind of consult my ancestors the altar all of that and what before I started to engage him because I was like I do need to talk to him about this because at first I was like I don't know if I should tell him I'm sick because if he is like somebody who an enemy if he is a hostile enemy one thing you never want to do is that you never really want somebody to know that a work they done they've done against you is successful you guys know that right if somebody's trying to do dark magic on you don't broadcast that it worked goodness sake don't do that why would anyway so i was like i don't know if i should tell them but my gut was like tell them so i told him and i, I just kind of like real casual like i was like just fyi since i you know saw you recently so this is going back to just a few days after the doctor i was like um i think i might have strep which of course is contagious so i was reaching out to be a responsible partner hello somebody um and be like hey just so that you know you since you're around me i had strep and so just to be responsible get that check and he was like very concerned about me but also being a hypochondriac and was really worried about himself he was really giving off the energy of this was not him and this was not him intentionally and so i was like hmm and so i go back to the altar and i consult and I'm like, oh my God, I'm such, yeah. And so then it really starts to hit me. So when he did tell me about his bloodline history, and in fact, it was the morning after the first time he slept over, 
interestingly enough, you know, like the the morning of before my phlegm changed color, um, <laughs> that was the morning he told me about his grandmother being a voodoo priest. Voodoo, um, which is related to voodoo, but is separate and different from hoodoo. Voodoo is an initiation-based religion, and so needless to say these are very highly protected people who will protect their bloodline at all costs from outside influence and interference and so he did tell me about his grandmother his uncles being conjure men all of that and I was like oh and it, it was endearing but I was also kind of like I wish I had known that but in my gut I knew that I wish I had known that but consciously I didn't know why I wish I had known that Right. And so fast forward to after everything while I'm at the altar and I'm divining, it's kind of coming together. No, it's coming together. So another very popular story from the Katie Rock's TikTok page is about my use of conjure oils and how it kept attracting this one man again and again and again. And so layered within that story is the fact that I wear conjure oils pretty, pretty consistently. Not always because I'm trying to conjure something. I have a couple that just smell, they just smell good. They just smell good. They just smell really good. But they are not perfumes. They are not perfumes. Wearing magic for the sake of smelling good is not recommendable. And so what I could start to layer and put together was that. <laughs> I was wearing conjure oil several times when I met him. And the specific conjure oil that I really like, that I really, really enjoy, because it smells so good, is it's a romance. It's it is a love enchantment. But here I was not trying to enchant this and I don't think he was enchanted by these things at all. I can usually tell, like I said, I I I there's probably a point where out of three hundred and sixty-five days of the year, I probably wear this oil three hundred and sixty or did until this incident. And so I wear this oil a lot. So let just just trust me. I'm an expert on these specific oils. Um, I can tell when somebody is being enchanted by my oil. And so I did not even think about the fact that I was wearing these things when I saw him because one, he was never enchanted. And two, I mean, you know, like I get out the shower, put my lotion on, do all the stuff and I put the control on. It's just, I, it was mechanical at that point. Was not even thinking about it. Um, but it was true. I had the control on several times when I met him. So like completely unintentional. Cause then there were some bratty hater people in my comments like oh so you tried to enchant him and it backfired no baby the panani is fire and attractive one way or the other people come and want me one way or the other baby so i don't know what you do over there i just wanted to smell good um so you can continue to be angry anyways so so yeah it was purely accidental but because he has this bloodline protection it registered as i was trying to influence him be an undue influence upon him right and so it just all went bad as if i was trying to attack him and attack me back and reversal magic is real babes this it's not the first time something like that has happened to me but that is a, a good lesson that is a good but that is a good example of why you have to be careful and why you should not just unconsciously for the fun of it and for the smell of it wear conjure oils for giggles, okay? Because 
it's magic and magic interacting with other people you just never know how that's going to go you don't know who that person is you don't know what spiritual protections they have you don't know what kind of spiritual the what kind of lack of spiritual protection they have that was the thing with the guy that he kept attracting back he wasn't a true love match that wasn't the thing it was just that he literally just had no spiritual defense that anytime he encountered my energy and my magic and my spells he would just fold like a metal chair because he had no kind of protection like if i put that man in a in a shoe right now he is going to knock on my door it's that simple i do not have his underwear anymore but when i had his underwear drop that on the altar he's calling me in the next five minutes i was like this is ridiculous this is ri why are you this easy why are you this spiritually easy? he's he was just spiritually easy and but i didn't like that because i was like i don't like the fact that i can't do magic around you without you folding like a chair like that's not good i'm always magic is always going to be a part of my life to some degree even if i'm just being a uh, butthead and wearing it like perfume like it's just it's just part of me <laughs> so it's like i and if a part of me is going to be an undue influence on you because you have no spiritual protection i can't be around you and so like there's levels to it you don't want somebody who's like a powder keg and it's gonna kick back kick back on you <laughs> whenever you do magic but like you don't want somebody who's super like sensitive to it either so it's like you need to one know what you're wearing know what potential outcomes might occur intentional and unintentional what types of side effects can happen how that was another thing that i told people about the love hole story you can't just put it on around anyone so for some men that might make them aggressive they might become obsessed with you and not in the, the cutesy way people talk about on the internet but like in the first 48 lifetime film obsessed with you like you don't know how it's going to impact people you shouldn't be doing magic on people without their consent first and foremost second because even mr folds like a um like a metal chair we used to have conversations about the magic i would do and what the impact was and how we he knew everything in fact he followed my tiktok he used to comment on the number of the magic love spell tiktoks that were about him like he was i don't think people were aware of that i don't do magic on people without their permission that's insane that's that's insane well some people have their reasons i will not I would not speak negatively, but you know the people I am, I am talking about, the people who just cannot accept that people other than them have the right to say no. Like that is the wildest thing to me that everybody believes in and is all about consent, right? Up until we are talking about spiritual practices and magic, but I'm not gonna get on that tangent today, but that bothers me. It's like, you feel like you have the right to say no in any situation that somebody is romantically or sexually coming for you. But if somebody doesn't want you, you feel like you have the right to bend their wheel, that is you not respecting their consent. They didn't give you consent to date you, want you, all of that, right? Like everybody's specific situation is different, but you guys, again, you know the people that I am talking about. So it's like, that's very weird, never done that. But it's like, you still want, you want to practice ethically. You want to have a, a real valuable reason to put forth works. You want to know the type of people you are engaging with your magic, whether it's like manifestation type stuff or actual conjure work or putting people in a jar, putting people in a shoe. You need to know who the subject is, what their background is. You need to know all the stuff because you can get yourself into some very hairy situations quickly. 
it just it can go bad for you it, you can be spitting up red phlegm like me right again we'll talk more about this if you are subscribed as a patron via my newsletter because you are so support you're so supportive of making sure that every penny that the show earns goes to the show me the host all of that um so you're sub subscribed via the newsletter um I'll send you some more cool stuff about this, some books about this. I think we should do a book club. Yeah, we should do a book club. More, 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 more. But like, we will make sure you subscribe to this show because we'll talk about some of these underlying themes in other episodes when we're talking about how love spells are a little outdated, when we're talking about what justifies it. We'll talk about, we'll dig into this some more. So again, this is The Truth in Our Stars, hosted by Katie Rocks, and we talk about astrology. We talk about magic, spiritual practices, and the ever-shifting realities. Because let me tell you, reality is always shifting. Like, oh my God. Like, the time where I know it, this man I went on a date with was actually this other man that I bumped into who had asked, who asked for my number but never asked me on a date they were the same person but they were not the same person you feel me the second time i met him we were in a different timeline so i think maybe we should talk about that next honestly that or we should talk about we have a lot to talk about babies or the time where my flight home from paris with my friends turned into my friends and i took a different flight and they have completely different memories of that trip so Make sure you subscribe. Do not miss a wacky, mystical, or wonderful story. Welcome to The Truth in Our Stars with Katie Rocks.